0: Hey there, prayer warriors. Mark here. i um, just so glad to be here with you this morning. And uh, just want to just, let's just open quickly in prayer and just give thanks. Uh, dear Lord, we just lift up your name. We give thanks for all you do. Give us this strength during this time of year, this time of season. Give us the strength and fill us with your love. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. So anyway, hey, um, just a, just a quick little fun story. Um, And and it's another second story of uh, coming back from Ukraine. And and, uh, when I was in Ukraine this last time, uh, this one week, we were in a fairly large city. And uh, it had been pushed back The Russians had attacked it and taken half of it. And then the Ukraine military had pushed back and in fact, pushed the Russians back out of that part of the region so there's a lot of death and destruction there still you know one to four air raids a day in this city um and every time those air raid sirens went off you know there's anxiety that you could see among the people And a lot of times we'd go into the basement into the bomb shelters but we also had an emergency field hospital uh, just a little way south of there, that we were supporting in a devastated town. And this one Sunday, this is one of these first Sundays I was back in country, <clears throat> um, one of the our translators said, hey, well, why don't you come to our church? And we said, okay, what is this church? Because they're primarily Orthodox. Um, he said, it's an evangelistic church. It's called New Hope. And that's what they have in this church. And so he drove us over there that, that Sunday morning, and he said, you need to get there at about 10 o'clock. Church starts at 11. It's in an old opera house, and it's in this huge Soviet-era opera house. It's four stories tall, and you walk in, and it's all concrete with 3,000 seats in it. The this, this stage is about 175 feet long, about 150 feet deep, because they would have these huge productions in there. Well, anyway, and they used to persecute church, Christians in this church, um, in this location, um, and now there's a great big evangelical church. Well, it's too big to be heated. The church is too poor to do anything else. So 2,500 people every Sunday come to that church and they start showing up about 10 o'clock and they come in there and they fill the majority of this vast opera house. <clears throat> well, anyway, so seven or eight of us came in there and the uh, associate pastor says, uh, looks at me and said, we want you to preach. It's like, whoa, dude, um, God, I can't do this. Um, and, and, and of course, you know, it's like, what am I going to say? You don't turn down your host and say no, and said okay. And then it's like a couple of us got together, and it's like, dear Lord, what do you want me to speak on? And I thought, well, maybe we can just say the Lord's prayer and talk about the Lord's prayer. Um, and and that's in Matthew six. And as I was looking at Matthew six, what's in Matthew five? And and it's the story of all of these twenty five hundred people bundled up in three and four layers of clothes and they're hungry and they're starving and they're, they, they're, they've been under attack for months and months by the Russians. Um, their electrical system had been been hit day after day. Uh, they had come up to the edge of the city and then been push, pushed back. Um, they had been at war since February 24th. So anyways, I'm looking at this. I get up there in the front and God does amazing things when you ask in prayer. He turned me to Matthew 5 and broke my heart. Matthew 5 is the Beatitudes. And if you remember, Jesus is up there in the Galilee and he's got his newly selected disciples with them. And he pulls them aside and he says, let me tell you some things. And he's telling them things that are just amazing and are so applicable as, as I had the opportunity to speak with them because they were such a reflection of the Beatitudes of Matthew 5. And let's just kind of quickly cover those things because they're so applicable to us every day as they're applicable to those 2,500 people, these little babushkas. These, the average age in there's probably 75 years old. And he says... Blessed are the poor in spirit. And they're poor. Oh, my gosh. There are so many of them in there, they were crushed. Their country was under attack. They've lost family. A lot of their families have fled. Some are coming back. Some have hope. Some don't have hope. But blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And we continue there in in Matthew 5. Blessed are those who mourn. Wow. These people have lost homes. They've been under physical attack. They've been under spiritual attack. But here they are on that Sunday morning. They are in church. To heck with COVID. To heck with being ill. To heck with flu. They are in church. They have lost brothers and sisters and parents and sons. They have been killed. Their neighbors have been killed. They are in mourning. But they shall be comforted. And God was comforting them that morning. And we read, blessed are the meek. You know, the meek, the humble. The, you know, they were so humble in there. They were so grateful just to meet somebody else. And when I said, America is praying for you, they cried. They wept. And blessed are the hunger and thirst for righteousness. They truly are physically hungry and they're truly physically thirsty. They were there for the lunch. Many of them were there just because that's the only meal they get during the day. But they were also thirsting for righteousness. Their pastor there. What a true man of God and evangelist, spreading God's word and inviting people to know Christ. And they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful. they shall obtain mercy and and they have mercy they have mercy for those soldiers on both sides they have mercy for those who are firing artillery shells and cruise missiles at their homes their electrical infrastructure because they're merciful and blessed are the pure of heart and these christian men and women in there the 2500 of them sitting in this old opera house without heating. Yes, you're the pure of heart, for they shall see God, and they will see God, just like you, just like me and others, because we believe in God. We've accepted Christ as our personal Savior, and blessed are the peacemakers, and I pray that there's peacemakers in that crowd for they shall become sons of God. And we pray for peacemakers not only in that country but other countries, whether it's Ethiopia, Sudan, any other country in the world. We bless those peacemakers, and we pray for the end of that war in Ukraine. And blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness. So here you have a godless country in many cases, Russia, attacking a country that has so much hope. After the breakup of the Soviet Union, thousands and thousands of them came to Christ. They'd left the orthodox church. And they had accepted Christ as their personal savior and here there were 2500 people in this evangelical church. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So I just want to leave this with you. You are blessed. Yes. So many of you are meek and humble. Contrite in spirit, and I just ask that you remember others. During this new year coming up, let's take a look inwardly, because so often we take a look outwardly. What do I want? Now, what does God want you to need? And we need Christ. We need Christ in our hearts so that we can share the gospel with the meek, the humble the persecuted, not just in the countries of Ukraine and other places, but in our own communities, in our own churches, in our own families. So I just pray for you this new year that we just grow stronger in our relationship with Christ, love more in our relationship with each other's. Thank you, and have a great new year.